Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another edition of Insightful Discussions. I'm your host, Dwayne Bryant, bringing you another insightful topic. Man, what a weekend it has been. Um, I, Most of you who know me, <laughs> who've seen my social media posts over the last month or so, you know that I am a, I'm a big sports fan. And um, I've been actually... Showtime should cut me a check. <laughs> I've been promoting this Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight for the longest, ever since they announced it. Uh, I am a, a, a very avid supporter of Deontay Wilder, uh, like what the man stands for, just as a human being, as a black man, as a father, just overall figure in our community. I respect the guy, and I was rooting for the guy. You know, I was rooting for him. All the way until the bell rung But um, I want to try to Talk about the fight But also talk about it from a different perspective I I want to take the time To acknowledge his challenger um, He fought a man by the name Of Tyson Fury Tyson Fury is from England And He was once the lineal champion Well he is the lineal champion But he once won basically all The heavyweight belts Um by beating Vladimir Klitschko. I don't think he ever had the WBC uh, heavyweight championship of the world, but he won all the other ones. So two years ago, I think that he just was going through some mental health issues and through those trials and tribulations, he actually lost the titles. Uh, he didn't lose them by way of fighting, but he lost them. He had to relinquish his titles, his belts, due to just being overweight, just due to just drug abuse, alcohol abuse. Uh, he was going through some anxiety issues, suicidal ideations, things of that nature. And I kind of want to talk about his journey back because not only am I a fan of Deontay Wilder, I am now a fan of Tyson Fury. Just to hear this man's story about how he conquered mental health and how he pulled himself up through a dark, from a dark space you know, he talked about just being uh, just weighed down by life and coming from a, a affluent family. I mean, he had a background where, you know, he said when he was 16, he had a BMW. So, you know, financially, I don't think he comes from like a struggle, but he does come from a fighting family. Um, just like Deontay Wilder, he's definitely a family man. He He's faith driven. And um, he, I think that's what will he wielded himself to put himself in this position now as i said before i wasn't really a fan of the uh not deontay wilder but tyson fury before you know being that i was a, a supporter of deontay wilder i wanted him to win i wanted all things wilder especially if, you, if you've been checking out my instagram here lately i, I post a picture of, of the fight with them i was posting it daily multiple throughout the day but the mental health aspect of this or the storyline of this fight really pulled on my heart, man. Because I really feel for people who go through things in life who, uh, who may not necessarily know how to get themselves from a dark space. And to hear this man's story of how he had to fight his way back, like literally fight his way back. I'm a big fan of boxing and the technique and the art of boxing. So I, I'm really, I don't know, I'm intrigued by 
you know, the discipline that a boxer has to have, uh, the confidence a boxer has, has to have. And outside of skill and talent, you really have to have the will to win. And I believe that because this man was a boxer, he was able to use some of those innate skills that he naturally possessed to just push himself out of that dark space or that mental health cloud. And I want all the people who are listening to just take a moment and research Tyson Fury. Take a moment and, and research his story, his journey. He, he basically did the unthinkable. He beat a man who was reigning king in the heavyweight division for years, for years on end. Um, I think Vladimir Klitschko, he is a Russian boxer, but he was on the top. Nobody picked Tyson Fury to win. Nobody picked him to beat him. And mind you, Tyson Fury isn't a small guy. He He's a heavyweight, but he's a, a heavy heavyweight. Uh, shout out to Ha Davis. <laughs> but this man is 6'9", over 254 pounds. That's what he weighed in during this, this last fight. But over the course of those two years when he was battling that mental health, he ballooned up to 400 pounds. Now, here's a man over the course of two years, you drop 150 pounds to come straight back to the top to fight the number one pound for pound heavyweight champion in the world. To me, that's a story within itself. And I, like I said, I want you guys to take a minute and just look into his story. Look into just his journey. And how these two men just came to be. How one motivated the other. How one pushed the other. It's all about love and family. And I think outside of the, the antics to sell the fight, these two men showed some genuine respect for one another. They showed um, true love and admiration not only for themselves, but love for the game of boxing. Love for the game of, of of being being mentally and physically sound being a king of oneself the gypsy king and the bronze bomber they met over the weekend and the results of the fight were that you know Deontay Wilder and, and Tyson Fury they, it was a split decision draw nobody lost but the fans I, I, won in that fight and um I got a chance to, to buy my first pay-per-view and I don't know. It's, it's, it's like I hear stories about people who, who watch Mike Tyson fight, who, uh, who the old Muhammad Ali stories. Like I didn't get to see those. I wasn't of age to really buy those fights or just be entertained by those. Like Deontay Wilder is my Mike Tyson. He is my great heavyweight that I can, you know, talk about for years like, that I've witnessed demolish people or just not even demolish from a more positive sense sense dominate at the highest level possible like i got i got a chance to see floyd mayweather i got a chance to see uh a little the later stages of zab judah i, I watched the adrian broners and, and the, these all these people have a place in our culture and our society but when i say you know deontay wilder for the culture This man is for our culture man Anything that we represent as black people Anything that we represent as men He is an example A true role model for that And By him giving Tyson Fury 
the opportunity to reinvent himself and just overcome and and basically get back, pick up where he left off. Because Tyson Fury did good. Before, before I go into that, but to give this man just the opportunity to kind of get back to where he was and, and just allow the story of mental health to reign supreme in a time where we all are trying to figure our stuff out. That was amazing. That was amazing. And that was very noble of him. Over the last two fights, he's fought, in, in my opinion, the top two of the heavyweights in the division. He's fought uh, Luis Ortiz, who child, he, he has a child with special needs. He's basically brought him out of the shadows. Like Luis Ortiz, he's a he's a Cuban boxer who's considered the boogeyman of boxing. Nobody in the heavy, heavyweight division wants to fight him. And Deontay Wilder fought him. And he ended up knocking him out. Even though he, he dominated and he won that fight, he still helped someone who was in need. He helped bring light to issues and just things that were going on that prevented someone from feeding their families. So fast forward to what I was going to say. Tyson Fury did good in the fight. Some would say he won, and I actually had him up around a two. The fight was way more even than, than people are making it out to be. But I had to fight. I had him up two rounds around 11th or 10th. So to me, he was he was winning the fight. He was winning the fight. But rule boxing rules. When you get knocked down, that's a 10-8 round. A 10-8 round. So if he was down on points, then I take Wilder was down on points. That last that will that he had to win, he said he was gonna knock him out. That 12th round. He knocked Tyson Fury down, scoring him a 10-8 round. Now, in my eyes, I watched the fight live, and I counted 10. <laughs> Matter of fact, I counted more than 10. I counted 15. But for some reason, the ref didn't start counting as soon as he hit the canvas. None of that. So it, it, all of it is debatable. All of it is debatable. Was it a knockout? Did Tyson Fury win on points? Blase, blase, blase. It doesn't really matter. We got to see an epic fight. We got to see two men who are as true as they come. How they describe themselves is completely accurate. We got to see a legendary moment, and no man took an L in that situation. Tyson Fury is still the lineal champion of the world, Deontay Wilder is still the WBC champion of the world. And the fans, we got to see uh, one hell of a show. Great undercard, great talent, prospects, all of man, it was, it was just amazing. But I feel like it was relevant to talk about because of the mental health aspect. The world's my my interests kind of collided over the weekend. You know, a storyline of mental health, but also a storyline of, of, of boxing and and just sports. You know, us guys, we like our sports, but. As I said in, in the earlier stages of the podcast, please research Tyson Fury's story. Please research Deontay Wilder. Please research the things, the, not not just the hypes and the headlines. Research their stories of the struggle, their background, how they came up in the world, how they basically positioned themselves in this world to provide for their families, friends, to leave a legacy. 
That's what's important. But I appreciate you all for listening. That's my time. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Even listen to the podcast twice. But until next time, peace and blessings.